Today's conversation is part two of two in our introductory discussion on knowledge. Uh, If you missed last week's episode, you can, of course, check it out. And if not, uh, you can listen to this one, and we think it'll stand on its own. Thanks very much for listening. I guarantee you that both of you in your respective fields know a laundry list of things that in in common parlance would be considered surprising or mm. counterintuitive. I know Seth's, you know, he mentioned his book. Like one of, I'm, I'm, if I can just quickly gloss one of your insights, mm-hmm. uh, it, and, and please correct me if I'm, if I'm incorrect, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, we have this idea that we're going to fund institutions and do these, art, you know, art programs for for inner city kids that are going to help them achieve greater, you know, economic success, success and open up opportunities for them. Mm-hmm. But that's not, in fact, what funding it, it doesn't, in fact, have that economic effect for for people that engage in that. Uh, Seth, now I'm wondering if you included that in the book or if that's just separate, <laughs> if that's just separate um, research a, that you've it was done. A, it was an earlier argument that I made that actually did not end up in the book. But, but here's, 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 here's what I, I think your point is, how, how your point dovetails with what I had found, which is that at least in the UK, there's this soaring rhetoric around, convened around the idea that museums could help kind of heal the 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 tears in the social fabric right mm-hmm. that that Thank that you. when uh you have children who are disfranchised who are poor who are undereducated who uh are don't have much to do with their time um they tend to fall out of calculation and when they do when they fall out of social calculation they tend to fall into precisely those um areas of society that do one do no one any good i.e crime and and the like so museums libraries so on and so forth other civic institutions are recruited at least rhetorically are recruited to help sort of patch up those holes right so where people are truant from school where people are being underserved by their families and they're going hungry. Like it is imagined that if we fund these institutions, that they will um, catch those people who would fall out of social calculation. And there's less of that rhetoric here in the U S but it's, it's still similar, mm. right? There's the mm-hmm. idea that, uh, 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 it, I think it's very prevalent actually in high schools and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they taught arts programs that are often, that's the language around uh, grant writing for arts programs. No, right. so Talib has, I just contributed two grants, and they were right. definitely hitting those mm. two points. And I actually had to mm. correct them mm. and say that we're, we're, we're actually working with you so that you don't take that approach or that you think about this approach mm. from looking from, from, I hate saying from the ground up, but finding mm. a different way of engagement. So you're not doing mm. anyone any favors. Mm. This is, <laughs> you're not, you know, and and this is helpful. I'm glad that you said what you both said about this art, you know, this thing. It's like, so well, the approach has largely been we have these resources, you come to us, rather than connecting with the community in different other different ways. And some yes. some mm-hmm. um some institutions have done that. I've seen it and I've worked with institutions like that, and I've seen the exact opposite why we have this stuff, why aren't they coming? I guess right. we failed. And right. so there's not a lot of thinking about it. Do you know? <laughs> right. And then also I think that. So I have other thoughts that I haven't really fully developed around who's saving who, and hmm. Hmm. particularly with cultural institutions that need to justify their means, particularly in a COVID environment. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of, um, I know the Mellon has done a lot of work with 
um, trying to fund smaller institutions that are trying to do the work that they claim that they can do on a larger level, but they're smart enough at the very least to think about, we should put our money over here with programs that focus mm-hmm. on and help with formerly incarcerated folks. Mm-hmm. But I love to see how that actually works. It all sounds great on paper and it sounds like you're doing a great job, but where's the evidence? So, so I want to, I want to get back to this point that we were mm-hmm. kind of making earlier. And I seemed, I, I felt like we were all kind of nodding our heads in agreement with this, but I want to put a finer point on it. So do we need to go back to, go back to, I know this sounds kind of nostalgic, but do we need to get to a place, and let me say it that way, where we begin to reconstruct and police hierarchies of knowledge so instead so when we say Mm. when we have when we when we witness that conversation on msnbc or cnn Mm -hmm. um or meet the press we say instead of having we say in 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 chorus instead of having this person on to talk about the the seemingly um frequent uh incidents where black people are being hurt or killed by police why don't we have a criminologist on here talking about that like we need to say that we need to say here's the hierarchy people who spent most of their professional lives looking at this and studying this issue seriously Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. everybody the fuck else like you need to have when you're on when when whenever you're Whatever your mm. show is, you need to have these people on talking about this thing. So mm. I feel like it's got to be both. I don't. I, mm. I feel like the other is um, is rule by committee, which uh, I don't it doesn't inspire me. Mm. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've been on too many committees to trust the knowledge that professionalization produces. Hmm. Um, I feel that. That being said, Mm -hmm. I also feel like it clearly should not be excluded. Mm. Because there are definitely times, uh, many times, uh, I guess it it should be a seat at the round table. Mm -hmm. I I agree. An example I would give, it's it's sort of specific vague, (laughs) uh, is that um, I know when they were developing AIDS policies in the 80s, in, in the 80s around treatments and how to reach communities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Initially, and you know, Fauci, I, I'm, I don't, this isn't about Fauci, but it was very top down. This kind of is a gesture towards what Stephen was saying before, I think probably has some natural skepticism around this, which is, you know, it was very top down, like, you know, sort of epidemiologists and researchers saying, well, this is how we should help, you know, uh, treat the AIDS epidemic in New York. This is what we need to do here. This is what we need to give these communities, and these communities will use these tools, and it will go out, and you know everyone will put on PPE, and everyone will do. Like, right. mm-hmm. it, th- this idea that you can just take this top down, what do our enlightened betters mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and we will follow along, just doesn't work right. because it's an incredibly messy, difficult hairy society and culture that we live in you mm-hmm. need people from all strata right to be interacting at the same table and i know that so this is to, to round out my analogy 
in the example that that if I had time to find in communities it, that involved all the stakeholders right. that were involved, you know, actual nurses and physicians working in the communities and leaders in those communities mm-hmm. and right. researchers and funders and all of those, you had better outcomes right. because all of the stakeholders had some piece of the elephant and right. were fucking blind as hell to every other piece. Right. And... Yeah. And that oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Stephen. No, no, no. I, I'm just got super analogy. excited about yeah. a moment. It is a great analogy, and having mm-hmm. people at the. I've been in situations where we've been in communities like I mean, been in, been on committee committees like that with with folks from the community, and my experiences haven't been great. And mm-hmm. one example, okay. very briefly, was that I was a part of a group where everyone who came the very beginning, the very first meeting was everyone at the table has a voice. Mm-hmm. Three meetings in, someone brings up, Uh-oh. well, how much money uh, are you putting in, Stephen, you know, through your organization to do this? Because I think the people who are putting the most money should have the most say. Wow. And I remember sitting there going, okay, should I just upturn the table like in a 1980s movie and all the right. go flying everywhere and I just start right. smacking right. people, right. roadhouse. And I was like, should I do that, right? Or should I just sit? And I sat there and I said, this is a really good moment. And I... I, I I kind of take that moment when I join groups, and I don't join groups or committees out that often. I'd rather go in as a consultant. But I, I go, okay, so how much how much power are we actually going to be um, allowing people to have based on these this criteria? You know, based on what we say we want to do versus what we end up doing. And my experience hasn't been my experience has. I've talked to other people about it who've had similar things where it's really. The fidelity to the idea, fidelity to this idea of folks coming together and really having a dog in the fight or a piece of that elephant is really, really important to see it played out, really. And then to show later on when you know they've gone into the communities or they've done some things, to report on it and really have people from that community talk about their experiences with it so that mm-hmm. we can learn how to refine and do better you know, and be more open to... Maybe going a little left versus um, going straight ahead because those communities or those things that you're place you're trying to save or so to speak, it's not enough to just have a master plan to go in or so, to have a master plan that says we invite you to be a part of the process, but you're not really a part of the process. But you know, here's I'm going to push back a little bit on this because here's sure. here's my mm-hmm. here's my nightmare is mm-hmm. I, I, I'm 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 not on a lot of community co- committees, but the ones that I'm on are actually really well run, like the the National Advisory Council for the Mississippi Museum of Art. Um, I, mm-hmm. When I'm on in those meetings and with those folks, I always feel like I'm with just really wonderful other peer, grown-ups. peers. Yes, other and other. That's right. Who know wow, what they're doing? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but my nightmare for uh, when I think of that situation that you just described, Stephen, of mm-hmm. everyone in the in the room having you know, a voice and having a seat at the table. I know from my own experience, and maybe this hasn't happened with you, but when you do that, when you give that, open that call Mm -hmm. and you say, yeah, 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 you're all empowered to speak. There's always like two people in the room who are batshit crazy and they will take up (laughs) 
like a good they could take a part of the, yeah, the air out of the room or yeah. exactly yeah. a good like 20 minutes like airing yeah. their grievances about what the f- <laughs> no about, you're right about area 13 or about like you know right. like um um why the dangers of homogenized milk like like fuck <laughs> see see Seth, uh, people okay, are it, crazy and i don't have time for it i'm not here we'll for see, that that craziness which me that craziness is more like emotional and more demonstrative than the crazy that we have with the people who actually are in charge of the shit sometimes. So I mm. give you both. I'll get, I'll say that. Mm. The, the thing I think is that people have so few platforms. Well, actually, so, no. No, I'll, 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 I'll reserve that because I want to think this thing out around people having, wanting to people to hear them. Right. Right. Yes. And right. therefore getting that shit out and then right. going, breathe. Because I like community yeah, so, forms like that, but so then I go sit down. Steven, please. If I can, if I can complicate your analogy, or abs- I don't complicate, abstract your analogy, mm-hmm. um, even though I think it's problematic what I'm what I'm going to do. So, mm-hmm. it, in the example of the round table and the person with the money saying, "Well, I have the most money," it would you feel the same way if there was a loud, strong personality at the table was that said, "You know, I live in this community that it affects." I should have more say in what happens. Hmm. No, not really. I think it's no. I think it, it, it's so, right. Well, mm-hmm. so, so let me. So I wouldn't think so either. You probably wouldn't. And to be fair, I probably wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. But in that ugly human dynamic, isn't just one person vying for more say and more power? In isn't that the contention that we're talking about? Now, I will give you that the money thing allows you to say, like, forget it. I'm not funding this. I'm going home. Right. right. So mm-hmm. there's a problem with that. So I, I, I just on its face, I understand that that is a problem that would need to be addressed in some fashion. But mm. people jockeying for position is just fucking what people jock. That's just what no, people it's do. A human thing. It's, yes. Yeah, it's just you know, like oh, I've got this. You know, mm-hmm. I have my stick is big is bigger than your stick. That's mm-hmm. what that shit is. It's right. the same. Like I have the really special stick with the four danglies. Right. You have three purple danglies. Is everyone here a doctor? Everyone right. here a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. I need right. to know who I'm supposed to be talking to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. 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 I, I remember. I remember one time I was in a, a meeting. Oh wow! This is back when I was uh, living in um, in Long Beach, and I, I was it. I, I attended some. I don't remember what it was exactly. It was something. I think it was when I was at UC Irvine, and uh, I was a tutor for something. Yeah, a tutor, and it was something to do with the community. And they had this meeting about like some policy, blah blah blah. And I remember mm-hmm. saying something. In the, in the meeting, which I thought was useful, helpful, rational. Mm-hmm. And a woman said, well, do you have any children? And mm. just like completely mm. thereafter invalidated everything Ooh. that I just said. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have children. Clearly, I wasn't in a position to talk about how they should be mm-hmm. taught. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is, you know... This that jockeying proposition that you're talking about, Travis. Mm-hmm. It, it, it precisely happened. I think. I think ultimately, one of the things that we we might get we might get at, and and yeah, this is just occurring to me now. One of the problems with knowledge. It's not really a problem with knowledge. It's a problem with people. The problem is that mm. knowledge doesn't do the thing that we think it should, which is mm. inform people in such a way as to make. Rational, healthy choices. It mm-hmm. doesn't do that. 
because mm-hmm. people have access to all kinds of fucking knowledge. Wikipedia, Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy, their their own grandfather who, mm-hmm. you know, went through the shit that they, they, they're going to go through and saying, well, actually, I think you should do this. Mm-hmm. They will have access to all these forms of knowledge and will then turn around and ride their BMX bike off a cliff. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't constrain human behavior in useful ways is the problem. Well, I would say the deeper problem is that they want to, f- they want to ride their bike off the cliff. Mm. And mm. and the knowledge doesn't produce consensus, which is mm. how it is most often mm. uh, wielded as a cudgel. I agree. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I to go back just to, and I'm not going to color it in any particular way. Let's say that the version, the the worst estimates and worst versions of COVID-19 are correct. Let's grant that that is the case. Mm-hmm. There are still going to be millions of people that don't care right. and are willing and wanting to engage in economic and private activity regardless. Right. I agree. It, mm-hmm. it, it just, it just doesn't, like, that's just going to happen. Right. Like, it's, so, and so, but... But especially for us, because, you know, we're a group of intellectuals and for people who are part of our cohort, we don't understand why, if you know this thing, why does knowing this thing not alter your, at least your opinion, if not your actions, right? Right. Because Mm -hmm. those two things might be two different, might be two different Mm -hmm. uh, outcomes. So that's what is particularly hard for us. And that is that is the importance of i would say like deprivatizing knowledge and information and why i think wikipedia is such a great thing because just get get it out there get it in into the commons get it get people discussing and arguing and fucking up about it mm-hmm. right just like mm-hmm. messing up and making mistakes and and sort of in you know wearing down the rough edges of our interactions mm-hmm. uh, I, you know i th- yeah anyway so i i think i think you're absolutely right i i i definitely uh am on the same page with your frustration frustration that's how i feel about it mm-hmm. but if i take half a half a step back it just doesn't matter how i feel about it because there it is. people are going to do different shit right. people are doing different shit <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know uh, the weddings. Um, <laughs> there was a wedding that was yeah. going to be held in New York City that happened anyway. But they they had like I don't know, ten thousand guests coming in, and the yeah. shit yeah. city shut it down. But they held it anyway, more privately. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like the underground nightclubs, right? Yeah. I mean, the, oh, the, yeah, yeah. So you know, obviously, you know, we we yeah. have our our various positions on COVID nineteen, but there are things that like there are so far off, like what I would consider the bounds of like even reasonably acceptable behavior Dude, yeah. and i had read like in, in new york like the nightclub scene just went underground like That's it was it, right. it was it was just you know well attended and you know big parties were happening and stuff. People in each other's faces i want to be in someone's faces i want to drink stuff <laughs> but i'm not going to do it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what the, the, the example that's coming to mind which is a little maybe a little less fraught than the covid19 pandemic mm, sort yeah of, please i appreciate <laughs> the sort of um polarized positions that that's generated is vaccinations like this whole mm. anti-vaxxer mm-hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. 
Like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. Okay, uh, sorry, listener. I'm gonna repeat myself here. It's just batshit crazy. Like to, <laughs> to say that the MMR um, series of shots has, in some ways, caused or incited or provoked autism in kids. It's just, it's not borne out by the evidence at all. No. The guy who like forwarded this kooky theory had his paper that he that was uh, i think initially uh uh print uh, published in a relatively reputable science journal had it retracted and they said no 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 we were really wrong in 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 publishing this and subsequently i forget what happened to this guy but he's not a reputable source of information so and yet so- go ahead no, no, no. I was going to say, I, so I think this is a fantastic example. And mm. I, I mean, round it out. And I think maybe we should talk about it next time, too, because I think mm. uh, it, mm. I actually I really appreciate it's, it's sort of like at the right temperature, the example. Right. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not quite as hot as the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty warm mm-hmm. because, you mm-hmm. know, it's like the Pfizer up. vaccines out it there. And all that kind of stuff. Yes. So, so I think this is a fantastic example. Mm-hmm. Uh, please finish what you're saying. But I think it actually illustrates a lot of the points that we're talking about because it's actually it's it's hard i don't mean that the information is hard we are on the same page it is there is no scientific support for this at all at all (laughs) zero but but it 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 really brings to the surface knowledge networks and and people's feelings right so the woman Mm -hmm. who what is the blonde woman who is married jenny mccarthy thank you um, I wanted to say that she was a. I know all these crazy people like this. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to say that she was a she was a uh, sex worker, porn star. Is that correct? No, she oh, was, she was a model for Playboy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she was model for Playboy. Because I didn't want to um, um, call her out a name, but she's been quite vocal about. You know, I think she had a child that was in. Uh, 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 autistic or mildly autistic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or, um, uh, took ill, and she connects this with the vaccination yes. of her child. Mm-hmm. She's written books about it. Oh my god! It's just so like, and the thing is, it's like a fucking forest fire, right? Like you cannot, like you cannot hose it out. Like, like you said, you'll 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 come armed with the facts, with re- reasonable arguments, you'll with evidence more more to the mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. with evidence, and you will say, "Here's Jenna. Here's the evidence I have." Where's your evidence? Okay, that's all kooky bullshit. Here's my evidence. And she will still go away and write another book saying how those people, the enlightened... Um, uh, 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 Illuminati? Right. Uh, or or the people with degrees... <laughs> she'll say something like, the people with degrees... The Bilderberg group. Yeah. The, the, you know, funded by George Soros, right? Like, they are trying to repress this knowledge. They're trying to, like, because they're making money. It's just crazy. And, it's, and no amount of reasoned, rational evidence is going to turn... It's gonna, it's gonna put the fire out, and and I don't know. I just, I'm just frustrated with that. So that we have to deal with the fire, and we have to be loose and open, but also, like you said, just go with kind of what Travis said earlier. You can be presented with the information. So what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? But, but, <laughs> so, but so, so what do we? So what do we do with someone like um, this fucking guy, um, the the Ben Shapiro? Ben Shapiro, uh, whose position terrible. is right, right, but but his position is it kind of dovetails with mine, which is the f- facts don't care about your feelings. Like he, that's his like. 
tagline. He's not original. Right? I forget who said that. Yeah, it was somebody uh, else who said uh, that. Right. But yeah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. But yeah, but, but yeah. aren't aren't am I not saying something like that by saying what I'm saying now? Yeah, he's not. Oh, I'm sorry, Stephen. Please go. Ahead. I was just saying that he doesn't follow his own um, whatever it is. You know, his own tagline. Agreed. So, Agreed. but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, I yeah, mean, no, that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to say I. I want to there's I want to say a number of things but we're we're getting closer to time so I don't want to mm-hmm. open up a big can of worms with it but the 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 anti-vaxer reality right because for them it is a reality mm-hmm. and their appeals to authority are different appeals to authority so it's not low information it is it is a counter factual knowledge network mm-hmm. right so the the knowledge that the network the social network that produces anti-vaxxer uh um, knowledge mm-hmm. has its own host of authorities that people who are not educated on the subject will appeal to just as you and i right mm-hmm. and steven mm-hmm. We have, I, at least I, I uh, let me speak for myself. I have not gone to look at the research mm-hmm. around vaccinations. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I have not gone to see, like, let me look at this study. Let me look at it. I trust, I trust that these doctors and researchers are, are basically telling the truth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a point. Now, I should say that, you know, I, I, I am open to pursuing non-mainstream, non-standard sources of Absolutely. information. Me too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I do that regularly. Mm-hmm. But on, on this topic, it, they don't really, I mean, there are no really good arguments on, on this side of it, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. But, but we still, right, even, we also have our own appeals to authority. We have our own reflexive positions that we follow. One that is popular on our side is uh, being against nuclear power, for example. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm not. I'm not. I, I disagree with that position completely. I think you disagree I, with the I, nuclear power position. I think that nuclear power is is actually probably the what needs to happen. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but but it's one of these <laughs> sacred cows right. of like on on our side of on on the on progressive the side yeah, of things. For sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. I, I mean, it, there isn't a really strong argument against it, other than how we feel about it. Well, the, no, the, the, the strong argument I would I would say is we don't. I know. guess we, Chernobyl. I guess would be the no, the, no, no. Not only that. Fukushima. I mean, yeah, there are quite a few. But yeah, no, go no, ahead, not yes. only the threat, yeah, but Three Mile, Mile Island, Island isn't a good example no, because it wasn't a meltdown, yeah. right? But but yeah. but here's the thing: mm-hmm. we still don't know what to do with the radioactive waste. All we that's can it. do is bury it, and that's it. That's we don't. New know generation else. plants that were developed by that uh, the Gates Foundation helped fund uh, actually run off of nuclear waste. Really? Ooh, yes. Nice. Transporting it is a problem, so the transportation is an issue. But mm-hmm. th- this is what I'm saying. Like the, the oh. argument. I mean, now we're getting like. I mean, the, but this would be a good one for us to talk about on mm-hmm. the knowledge side like of things, know. right? You know, Great. like yeah. sort of like you know what are we getting at? You know, one thing that I, I'd like to maybe. Um, to, to put forth for us to kind of talk through as kind of a running theme as we're going through some of this stuff is what are the underlying pieces? What are the valid aspects of these counter 
knowledge networks. Mm. Like, what is the piece of the anti-vaxxer thing that's true? You know, because there's mm-hmm. something there, there. There's always something, mm-hmm. right? I'm sorry, Stephen, you're about to say something. No, no, no. You, you, so you're you're just saying it much more eloquently than I could, and that is. I think there's something good in everything, right? And I think that there's something yeah, useful yeah. in everything. And so it shouldn't push you further into your position. It should make you more curious. Hmm. You yeah. know, but if you're if your feelings are you too much in your feelings, you're like, I have the right answer. It's like, well, have you ever been to or been at a talk where you actually listen to someone talk and it's point and counterpoint or whatever, but that the one of them is listening to the other and going, I hear what you're saying, and there's more to what you're saying. And I actually believe, which, you know, not just rhetorical mm-hmm. strategies, but they're actually mm-hmm. being authentic. They're like, no, right. no, no, mm-hmm. I've thought about this, and I've, I've thought right. about your position, and you get out of the five, you have two that I really respect. The three really mm-hmm. knock you off your, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen really good moments like that. I'm like, oh, okay. absolutely, because they've been they've taken that person seriously enough and that subject mm-hmm. enough seriously enough to do that kind of work. But I agree with yep. you. I'm trying to live up to that rather than just to retreat yeah. into my feelings. But listen a little bit and be more um, curious and do the work, which is mm-hmm. what we're talking about here: the work. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. here's so, so I think you just answered my question, Stephen. So here's the difference between what I'm saying and what Ben Shapiro is saying. Ben mm-hmm. Shapiro comes to the conversation ready to dismiss the other person and do so for sure with completely yeah, prejudice. Like you're not you're an idiot. You're not on my level. I I, I don't have to listen to anything you have to say. Fuck your feelings. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas I think you're absolutely right, Stephen, and that's the thing I do aspire to to be, but I do I have to admit I get tripped up by my own arrogance because mm-hmm. I've spent a long time looking at museums and taking them quite seriously and thinking about how they were formed and what they do and and how they're mm-hmm. consti- constitutive of a civic space. And okay. so when mm-hmm. someone pops off on Twitter and says, blah, 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 uh, museums aren't neutral and we're doing all this work and, and I want to say, well, you kind of sound smug. And I, and I get dismissive. And that's, and that's, that's the thing that I struggle with is not being mm-hmm. dismissive, not right. being right. so so seated in my own knowledge that I'm, I I can't even take this other person seriously. Right, you can't hear anything. And some yeah, of our yeah. best, some of my favorite thinkers are listening. They're yeah. very good listeners. Yeah, it's too close to home, right? That's yeah. the thing. I'm, I've, I'm the same thing for me. You know, it's it, the further it is from my sphere of interest the more curious and the more open-minded I can be. Mm. When you start hitting closer to home on things that I feel like I'm pretty well informed about, then I get really prickly and I get a little uppity mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, it's like, ah, no, that makes me, I don't, I don't want to hear that or this is why you're wrong. Like, awesome. I go for the why, this is why you're wrong instead of, well, this is part of why you're right. Right. Um, which is always it's right under that impulse. You know, yeah. right yeah. that impulse and yeah. go, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that is the golden rule. Like to start off the conversation by saying, "Okay, here's where I think what you're saying makes sense to me, and here's where I can kind of mm-hmm. get on board with what you're arguing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think we can all agree if we like ever debate Ben Shapiro, we can just be assholes. No, here, absolutely. Right? No, we yeah, can right. just we, we can we can bring we my can, seat is empty. I'm not even right. showing up at the studio. I'm not interested. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm smuggy no. and I'm arrogant. No. Yeah. Bring a, bring a gun to that gunfight. No, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so Stephen and Seth, thank you as always. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay. Take care. Bye bye.